Welcome to the Pharos Fit Podcast, where we help you to explore your capacity to move better, push further, and achieve your limitless potential through fitness, nutrition, recovery, and lifestyle. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pharos Fit Podcast. Great to be back with you guys. It's been a little moment. Uh, hey, Brennan, how you doing? Good, good. Happy New Year, Pete. Happy New Year to you, my friend. It's been that long. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just me and Brandon here today. Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Anna Maguire, who is competing in the Waterpalooza right now. Um, she's over there uh, dominating, giving everything she can. She's on a team, a female team. Uh, I've been watching a little bit of it when I when I can, when I get, get a moment. And um looks like a great event. looks like a great atmosphere. looks like people are like just there having a good time doing the fitness thing and, uh, and enjoying themselves, which is, which is great to see, uh, especially after the last couple of years when, you know, <laughs> yeah. that hasn't been able to happen. And people, um, it got canceled last year and... You know, a lot of these people like Anna spend their whole lives basically training for events like that. And when they when they don't happen, it's a big blow. So it's good to see everyone back. Good to see everyone enjoying themselves. And um, yeah, I, I, uh, we all wish her the best. We're all uh, cheering on, uh, cheering her on from afar. So good luck, Anna. Uh, it is the end of the first week of the Limitless Challenge, um, day five. Um, it is Friday today, on the recording of this podcast. Um, and I wanted to just, um, go over a few things. I've got kind of 10 points here as kind of like, a uh, 10, 10 things that will help you, uh, navigate the challenge, uh, and indeed navigate any uh, kind of transformation that you're doing. I know a lot of people are doing kind of some kind of transformation in the new year. So I want to go over some points that I think may be of help to you. Um, when you start something like this, I think you get into it. Um, and certain things come up as you're going that that maybe you didn't anticipate uh, and maybe that uh, cause you concern or cause you worry. So I want to make sure that um, as you're going through the challenge that you're not overwhelmed, that you're not uh, dismayed by any any kind of failures or any 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 hurdles seem too big for you uh, and kind of go through some points which I think may be of help. Uh, my first one, um, and I, I know a lot of people experience this, is that it's hard to get enough protein. Um, when we sit down with our coaches and we go through our nutritional profile and we work out what our protein number should be, you know, when you first get it, it's just a number and you don't really have any uh, awareness yet of what that number really means. But as you start uh, calculating, as you start going through your day, and trying to uh, hit your protein goal, I think of a lot of a lot of us realize um, that it's hard. It's hard to get enough protein, uh, and we've been kind of conditioned uh, through marketing and convenience to eat a lot of carbs and eat a lot a lot of sugar um, because a lot of it's cheap. We can it's easy to buy cheap carbs, cheap sugar, and that kind of stuff. Um, and we've gotten away a lot of the time from eating quality protein, which gives us, you know, that, that nutritional density that's so vital for our, our skeletal muscle, muscle math and muscle mass and our, and our health. Um, so first of all, don't be, it's not just you. If you're not getting your, your, your protein quite right yet, um, if you're not getting the levels that you are aiming for, don't panic. Um, remember the most important thing is that you are working towards that, that higher number. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time to adjust, uh, and it takes some, some planning. It takes some purchasing, uh, it takes some cooking probably, uh, and it takes some, uh, some helpful, uh, suggestions perhaps. Um, 
the thing with protein is we we all know our, our kind of pro- protein sources are good protein sources. So our our lean meats and our and our fish, uh, maybe some dairy, um, maybe some whey, maybe some nuts. Um, it's it, it takes organization and it takes planning to get quality proteins. Often you can't just like it's easy to reach and grab for for carbohydrates. It's not so easy to reach and grab for proteins. Now it can be done. Obviously we can we can have protein snacks. Things like cottage cheese are really helpful. Uh, things like quark or Greek yogurt or, um, like I just mentioned before, uh, uh, some nuts uh, can be high in protein. Um, maybe we reach for a, a protein bar or a protein shake or something like that. But we always want to make our focus about uh, natural good sources of protein. Uh, and that, of course, means essentially meat and fish. Uh, and if we're going to do the meat and fish thing, unless we're vegan, of course, I mean, there are other vegan options available. Um, if we're going to do the meat and fish thing, it takes some organization, it takes some planning, it takes some shopping, um, it takes uh, some preparation. So we need to make sure we've got the sources available to us that we need. We can't leave it to the last minute to suddenly think, oh, I need eight ounces or six ounces of protein, whatever it is, if I don't have it in the house. Um, because the chances are, if you don't have it, you'll... You, again, you, you're gonna you're gonna reach for whatever you have got, which is likely to be carbohydrate based, which is usually gonna mean you're gonna be too high in sugars and too low in proteins for your your your, your daily macro nutrient profile to to work out. So you have to be organized with with your proteins. Um, make sure you've got them available. Um, as you guys know, I, I do the Richard's grass fed thing, so I always uh, I, I have a, a a box from them, and I always have that meat available. Um, I also shop from other farms and get um, various meats in. Um, a lot, I eat a lot of steak. Uh, I also enjoy uh, liver, uh, offal, things like that. Um, <laughs> a lot of eggs. Um, enjoy eggs. Um, a lot of egg whites. Um, but I think, like you said, that people shouldn't be uh, let down if they don't hit the protein goal. It's very, yes. it's very hard to organize. It's hard to organize, <laughs> and it's you know, especially if you're over two hundred pounds, you know. Once you start getting over the 200 grams of protein mark, it gets difficult. It gets tricky to get enough protein in. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people feel full because protein is very satiating. Um, and it can, that's the great thing about it. You know, it's, it's, it's actually hard for your body to, to break down proteins. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thermog- thermogenic effect of protein is, is higher than it is of carbs and, uh, and fats. So it t- your body has to work a lot harder to break down proteins. So it can be hard to, to get that, uh, get that number up. And, it's hard sometimes because you don't have the appetite. When you eat carbohydrates and you eat sugar, it increases your appetite. It's moreish. It's easy to just eat more and more and more and more and more. We all know, like, you got a box of Pringles, you start eating those Pringles, you can eat two boxes of them, no problem. Because it's, it's in just the marketing so of it. Once you pop, find uh, Once you pop, yeah. But it's different with, with quality foods and quality meats. It's not so easy. It's not so uh, addictive, which is obviously the great thing about it. It's not full of addictive things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's harder to eat. It's harder to digest. Um, it's more hassle to cook. Um, so it is. it does take a little bit more organization, a little bit more planning, and a little bit more kind of patience with it. Um, so make sure you've got the stuff in the house that you want. Make sure you do your shopping. Make sure you're shopping from good sources. Um, like I say, I, I love shopping from shopping local, shopping from farms and, and places like that. Trying to steer clear of the kind of the supermarket meat that can be of lower quality. Um, steering free of like caged caged hen eggs and things like that i yeah. love duck eggs duck eggs from the farm i love uh, chicken eggs from the farm um, anything that comes from a good source where those animals are grazing freely on on good things um is going to be 
of of greater benefit to you. So having having plenty of uh, plenty of those around the house so you can cook easy. You know, the reality is once you get into the habit of it and the habit of cooking. It's not that difficult to, and it doesn't take that long to cook mm-hmm. uh, very, very simple meals. Like, you know, if I, I, I do a lot of my meat on the Traeger. Um, when you have a steak on the Traeger, you know, it's 10 minutes and your meat's ready. Um, obviously, eggs are very quick to cook. Um, so, depending on how well you cook your steak, too. I mean, it should only yeah. take maybe six, eight minutes on the low end. So, you know, right. if you're cooking on the stove in a pan, it's still going to come out pretty nice. And some olive oil, butter, and rosemary. It's salt, that's, that's all you right. need. You don't need a lot. It doesn't take that much time. It just takes a little bit of commitment. I mean, we had our um, our kickoff kind of launch discussion with the challenges, and one of the things I mentioned was when I first came to America. One of the things I really noticed was people tend to cook a lot less here than they do in Europe. You know, in Europe, eating out or getting takeaway was you know a luxury. You would do it like once every two weeks, maybe it was a, you know especially where I was from, where it was fairly remote. Mm-hmm. You didn't have access to like takeaway stuff so much, so. You know, we were cooking a lot. We were buying a lot of fresh ingredients. Um, not to say that every meal was like a great meal, but it was at least real. It was at least real food. Um, and when I came here, I was kind of shocked at the amount of uh, the amount of meals that were either you know takeaway or uh, bought out or fast food or you know that kind of stuff. Um, and I think I would like to think that as people go through this challenge, they cook more and more and they eat out less and less Mm -hmm. if you eat out all the time it's really hard to know what's really in that food and what what the food's being cooked in and so forth not that i don't want people to ever eat out i don't expect anybody to be you know a hermit and you know i remember the famous stories about madonna like taking her own food to restaurants in a little bag and then putting on a plate while she's in the restaurant (laughs) i don't yeah i don't want how long ago was that God, I heard stories of this probably 20 years ago. But oh, man, I, I that's mean, funny. That's who funny. knows whether it's true or not, but I, I, mean, I can definitely see it. Um, but yeah, so, so try and get in the habit of cooking and preparing your own meals. Uh, that way you know exactly what's in it. You know what it was cooked in. Uh, you, know, you, know, you know where it came from. You know the source of it and all that kind of, uh, that kind of jazz. Um, and if you are going out to restaurants, you know, go in with a plan. Uh, go in kind of already knowing what you're going to order. Um, you know, usually that's going to be like a good source of chicken or a good source of meat uh, mm-hmm. or a good source of fish with some vegetables and that. that and restaurants have been a lot more, you know, suiting towards having like a very more simple generic well, order plan. Here's the good thing about America is you can order whatever you want and they'll make it. Like it's not so like if you go to a restaurant in France and you <laughs> you, you say... <laughs> I know, I'm laughing because I know. Right, you know, right? You, you say like, I would want this, but I don't want it with that and I don't want it with this and I want it with that. <laughs> they would tell you to... Fuck off in French. Um, whereas here, you know, restaurants will pretty much uh, do whatever you want. So if you want a steak, but you don't want this and you do want that, they're, they're very accommodating here. It's a service with a smile. So um, you can always ask for what you want as opposed to just feeling restricted by the, the things that you see on the menu uh, and the, often the sides that go with the thing. You can always replace those sides with a, with a healthier option. So go in with a plan. Think about what you're 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 going to order before you get there, and um, just just be smart with it. I think the reality is, most of us are actually very aware with what we sh- what we should order and what is good for us, but we get somewhat derailed by convenience, excuse. It's not my fault that they didn't have this, they didn't have that. 
we just have to be you know organized and and, and go into these things with a degree of control and a degree of intelligence um i think it's it's an easy scapegoat to say oh i didn't know oh i wasn't aware it's like most of the time we are aware and most most of the time we do know so just be smart with it uh next point uh hunger is dehydration in disguise mm. um many 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 of us do not drink enough water uh, we think we are hungry when we are really thirsty um our bodies are telling us to drink water and we mistake those signals for oh i'll just grab a bite to eat i'll grab a bar i'll grab this i'll grab that um and often um if you were to not do that if you were to drink more and more water you wouldn't feel um you wouldn't feel hungry and you wouldn't have that lack of energy it's also an energy thing when we're dehydrated we lack energy we think that lack of energy is because we haven't eaten enough food and therefore we eat more food uh to 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 compensate for that lack of energy Uh, but obviously that does not help with the hydration issue um so it can it can actually dehydrate you further in some cases especially if it has salt in it so yeah um get used to drinking more water more frequently with the water thing it's better to drink frequently throughout the day than to get to 6 p.m and try and down five liters of water you'll be peeing all night so Get used to drinking uh, water on the regular, uh, you know, small sips every now and again. Um, buy a, you know, buy a big bottle and swig away at it or buy lots of little ones and swig away at those, whatever whatever works better for you. Uh, but get used to drinking water more regularly. It's the best supplement you can ever have and it's also the cheapest. If you want to go green, just get a big recyclable, you know, metal right. one because they insulate cold or warm very well. You can turn it into a soup jar and carry it with you. You can be a coffee thing that's very yeah. dynamic. What you do and having that really reminds you, at least for me, to get yeah, extra water. For sure. Yeah. I just bought this new one. It's like a it's like a big water container and then inside the water container this also has a shaker bottle like inside the water container so you can put like a shake Whoa. in there. I need the a link water. to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you a link. <laughs> Actually, I got it from... Um, I should have mentioned this in the protein thing. I do... Um, I do the vertical diet meals, um, which is essentially just bison and rice or uh, beef and rice. Very, very simple. Um, But when I got the order through, they sent me a free free shaker thingy. It was pretty cool. It's a steal. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, Drink more water. Drink drink water more frequently and stay hydrated. Uh, It's amazing how much better you feel when you drink enough water. One of the, I'd say, the most important thing you can do um throughout this challenge uh next thing um don't overcomplicate things uh, the best answers usually are simple it's easy to look for the most complicated version of the truth like this isn't working me this isn't working for me because of all these like complicated things when you ask yourself questions and look for answers look for the look for the simple answers have a simple plan for your day stick to simple foods um, stick to simple drinks so when it comes to drink really you've got water you've got teas herbal teas you've got coffee uh, beyond that you know you maybe got some BCAAs uh, maybe you're doing some protein shakes but don't don't get exotic with your choices uh, the more exotic you get the the more chance chances are that there's going to be some hidden sugars there's going to be some chemicals there's going to be this that and the other that isn't that good for you you know same thing with food if we try and get too exotic with our food and too fancy um there's a good chance that it's going to have stuff in there that isn't that good for us not to say we don't all like uh, nice food and it is absolutely possible to cook delicious meals with good uh 
good wholesome sources. Uh, I have some meals up here uh, made for me by my friend Alana, who's a professional chef, and she she does wonders with with real food. I don't know how she does it, but it it, it tastes fantastic. <laughs> but uh, the unfortunate reality is, most of the time, uh, if we're if we're eating like really fancy foods, there's going to be a lot of a lot of uh, hidden sugars, often hidden fats, uh, stuff that we're you know stuff that we don't really need in our mm. in our day um just for the sake of you know uh, uh flavors and stuff um also when it comes to not over over complicating things you know simplify your day as much as possible don't try and do too much don't ha- try and have too much in your day um don't try and get everything done in one day it's, it's a five-week challenge and honestly it's a five-week challenge that leads to a year challenge um don't try and don't try and solve every problem in your life this week. It's not going to happen. Focus on one thing, two things. Uh, focus on simple things. Um, simple things that make your day better, and they should be small, simple things that over the course of the weeks and, and months and years, uh, the simple things accumulate into um, into into a bunch of simple things that improve the quality of your life. Um, so always simplify. Don't overcomplicate. Look for simple answers. Look for simple truths, um, and and don't don't be tempted to to look for the most outlandish, you know, suggestions. I mean, the classic for me is, um, you know, what supplements should I take on the challenge? And of course, the responding question is, well, are you doing everything else right first? Are you, are you sleeping right? Are you drinking enough water? Are you eating right? Because supplements really are such a small part of the equation, uh, and it's often the, the the question that people ask the most because they want the they want the, the quick fix, they want the magic pill, they want the um, you know the complicated solution uh, that's honestly way more easy than than what we expect it to be. We 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 think we are not in a in a, in a physical or mental position we want to be because of we don't have the right drug for it. Mm-hmm. But the reality is it's because we don't have the right foods in our body. We don't have the right hydration. We're not sleeping enough. We're not physical enough. Uh, and our mindset is not right. It's not the lack of a supplement or you know, the lack of a pill that's making us feel that way. Of course, this isn't always the case. I'm just saying broadly, don't, don't be the person that reaches for the high-end supplement to solve a problem that can be, fo- can be solved with um, basic changes, basic food, basic hydration, sleep and, and lifestyle changes yeah you're gonna get most of it from your diet but you know there's some great ones you mentioned on the other show the chelated magnesium at night for that's, sure magnesium and like protein is a tough one to get into your everyday diet it's tough yeah. to fit in sometimes in our american diet at least yeah for so sure. if you can add that in that's like yeah that one. vitamin d3 of course because especially if you're in a in a climate that isn't like uh, california but um i think even in california you know when you think about vitamin d3 it's like oh well, i live in a sunny climate it's like well Yes, but how much time do you really spend with your skin exposed in that sun to get, to absorb that vitamin D3? It's not about where you live. It's about how much time you spend with mm-hmm. sun on your naked skin to absorb that vitamin D3. Uh, most people are vitamin D3 deficient. And of course, this, this has been a huge thing with the COVID thing. Um, people who were deficient in, in vitamin D3 were more likely to be mm-hmm. uh, to have worse symptoms when yeah. they uh, were exposed to COVID. Um so I, I I always say D3. I always say uh, chelated magnesium, like you said. Um, beyond that, usually, like if people are trying to put on muscle, 
I'll recommend creatine um, and you know we'll usually do some form of protein shake because especially if your numbers are high it's hard to get the protein numbers up yeah. um, but again when you these can are steal not, 50 grams here like you got to take that extra 50 grams of protein right for the shake. But again these are not replacements for no. everything else they're just additions to that just give you that extra extra benefit um, so simplify, 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 and do not overcomplicate over things. Uh, next point, uh, live your own challenge. Do not impair. The lessons you learn will be your own. Um, when we do something like this, it's very easy to look to the person next to us and think, well, they're not doing this. Why should I be doing this? Or they're eating that. Why can't I eat that? Um, well, why is this person feeling this way and I'm not feeling that way? Everyone's challenge is different. Uh, the purpose of community is not to compare yourself to the community, but to use the community to, to, to pick you up and to, to hold you up and to keep you accountable. We are all different human beings. We are all made of different things. We all have different genes. We all respond differently to food. We all respond differently to exercise. This challenge is about you and your body. Um, the, the person next to you um, is there to inspire, is there to help is there to maybe guide, uh, maybe give you some tips, whatever. But you can't compare yourself to, to other people. You know, I, I can't tell you how many how many times over the years someone's come up to me and said, oh, you know, I want to look like Brad Pitt in Fight Club or something like that. And it's like, okay, <laughs> Brad Pitt has a very different set of genes to you, has a very different body type to you. What you're saying is, is, is unrealistic and, and just not... Um, just not going to be it's just just not going to be possible so take a step back and think okay rather than saying I want to be like someone else it's more I want to be a better version of myself and I know that sounds kind of cheesy because this is something people kind of say all the time but it's it's genuinely true it's not about being like someone else or being better than someone else it's being better than that person you were a week ago a year ago you know the person the person you've decided to move on from or the 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 condition you've decided to move on from and, and you wanna you wanna you wanna get to a better place in your mind, a better place with your body. And that only comes really from within. It does not come from comparison. It does not come from oh I'm now I now look better than the person next to me. Um so you have to really you, you know, it all starts from within. It all starts from your internal um acceptance of, you know, who you are, where you're going, who you want to be you know you've got the tools to get there, um, and you're not um, you're not falling victim to um, comparison. Um, the old saying, of course, comparison is a thief of joy. It's it's true. Uh, we need to find joy within ourselves, with our with our within our own purpose, within our own uh, own destiny and our own needs. And um, you know, make sure when you go through this challenge, you are you are reflecting with yourself you are talking about how you are feeling and um, what you are experiencing and not not what other people are going through so it is your own challenge um, and you know walk your own path yeah it's kind of a play on what you said don't overcomplicate it don't right. overcomplicate compared to others it's yes. you who you're trying to move on or develop or grow from personal growth you know well it's you know what it is and it's it's hard in the fitness industry because You'll see a ton of advertisements and marketing that will be, follow my plan and you'll look like this. And of course, the picture will be of the person selling the program and they'll be in great shape. Mm -hmm. The problem is you are 
A, this person was probably doing a bunch of stuff you don't know about. <laughs> uh, and B, this person has a different background, a different um, training history, different genes. Everything about them is different to, to you. So you will may well do exactly the same program and get completely completely different results because you are not the same person as that person. It's 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 marketing, it's 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 selling, it's getting you to invest in something that really is is unattainable, you know, specific to your your body. Um, it's wrong to think, it's wrong to it's wrong to say if you do this you'll look like me because the chances are you won't you'll look better. You will look like a better version of you, but you will not look like someone else. Exactly. It's not you trying to be that. You have to figure out what it is you want to be and how you're going to get to that goal and what right. that one to look like. So, right. yeah, it's easy to get confused and, you know, it project is. outward. It is. You know, and we live in an age of uh, visual, a visual age. We, there's marketing wherever we look, whether it's Instagram, <laughs> whether it's TV, whether it's ads uh, on, the, on the tube or yeah. ads on billboards, whatever it is. So, you know, there's there's so many images thrown at us. It's easy to feel, you know, in, in, uh, insufficient or uh, not good enough or you know imperfect. Uh, obviously, not realizing that you know most images have been altered, um, filtered, and all mm-hmm. these other things um, <laughs> to perfect the image oh, yeah. to sell a product. And we need to not worry about that and not take that shit seriously, mm-hmm. and just focus on you know making ourselves one percent better every day that's that's all we can do and that's mentally a, a much better approach than um i need to look like brad pitt yeah they're marking you on a feeling they're not marking you on something to make you actually feel better right right yeah it's like almost a hit of dopamine yeah. or something yes. we can make you you can feel this good i want to be like that and i think it's fine to you know we want to be inspired by people we want to mm-hmm. we want to have that like those inspirational figures um, and, and when you look at the, the, the competition that Anna's in right now, the Waterpalooza, you know, you have all these people who are in great shape and they're having a great time. And it's inspiring. It's like, look at all these like, fit, healthy people doing great things with their fitness. Um, and it's inspiring. And, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's just we can't, we can't compare ourselves physically and aesthetically to someone who has a completely different background from us and a completely different set of genes. We, we can be inspired by these people. We can, we can aim to, I, I always think it's better to emulate someone's actions and someone's uh, sense of purpose and someone's values than it is to try and emulate someone's physical appearance. Yeah. Like, I might not look this person like this person, but I'm going to work like this person. I'm going to follow their work ethic. I'm going to be inspired by, by their actions, and I'm going to make better actions myself yeah. rather than thinking, "I want to look like that." I want to look like that person. Yeah. I, th- I think Michael Jordan. You know, it's like I don't want to be like that as a person, but right. you know, wow, in awe, what he can do, how hard yeah. he works. Yes, something to aspire for. But you know, to be him as a person, not the best stories of him as a person individually. Right, for sure. <laughs> right. But it's also like um, being inspired by people's character. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of yeah. people I look up to and think like that person holds himself very well. You know, they're very accountable for their actions. They seem like a good person with good values, you know, and that's the kind of person I want to be like. And I think that kind of comparison, not comparison, that kind of, you know, inspiration is fine because all you're trying to do is like, you know, you're looking at a set of values, you're looking at a work ethic, you're looking at actions and you're thinking, you know that appeals to me and that's the kind of person that i want to be mm. um as opposed to thinking you know just aesthetically i want to look like that person <laughs> you know it's a different thing 
next point. Uh, define your non-negotiables. So non-negotiables are really important. Uh, it k- helps keep us on the on the on the right road. And you know, as it sounds, non-negotiables are the things that you can't, uh, the things you can't live without. The things that have to be in your day. It's non-negotiable that this is going to happen or that this is not going to happen. So maybe your non non-negotiable is I have to spend an hour a day playing with my son, and that's a non-negotiable. Maybe it's I have to be in bed by 10 p.m. and that is a non-negotiable. Um, whatever it is, and we all have different ones, it's important that you define your non-negotiables because without them, you know, days can get very chaotic. They can seem almost like meaningless. You kind of lose your sense of purpose and lose your sense of direction. But by having non-negotiables, by having things that keep us true to our own set of values, um, it helps helps keep us on the straight and narrow. It helps keep our sense of purpose. Helps keep our sense of who we are as as, as human beings. And I, I find it to be a very kind of safe space, a very kind of controlled space. It stops you from spiraling out of control if you have those uh, non-negotiables. Um, so again, we all have different ones. Um, I, I, none of us should have the same non-negotiables, but. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's just two, maybe it's three, maybe it's four, maybe it's five, whatever it is, write them down. You know, these are the things that have to be in my day no matter what. Maybe it is I have to train every day, otherwise I'm, you know, mentally I'm just not in the right place. Maybe it is I have to get up at 6 a.m. because if I don't get up at 6 a.m., I feel all out of sorts and my, my day kind of like falls apart. Um, define what they are and stick to them as much as you possibly can. You will be a happier person for it. Uh, next point. Anything out there, Brandon? Can I cover that? Uh, no, I, I, I think we covered that one right there. It's, uh, you know, it helps you organize your day a lot better. Once you yes. have those things, like, hey, the staples. Almost yeah. like these are the things that they're, they're going to happen. There's two or three of them, whether that's 30 minutes or even like 10 minutes to, and it takes up only 45 minutes of your day or it takes up three or four hours. Like, all the other sh- shit at the end of the day is not as important as right. those non-negotiables for you as the individual. Yeah. And whether that is exercising, whether it's family time or, you know, pushing on to another entrepreneurial thing you're trying to push towards, right. like your day is going to be more set out. You're going to have more intention and purpose too right. with what you're trying to get done. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing how many people over the years I've read about, uh, how many successful people were like, you know, they, they trained every day. Um, and of course, for myself, training is a non-negotiable. It has to be in there, otherwise, you know, Emily will tell you things things get ugly quickly if I don't if I don't get to train. <laughs> but um, I, you know, and I, over the years, like I said, I've, I've known a lot of people like that. It was just a staple in their day because it, it it put them in the right mindset, put them in the right mode, it grounded them. It's the grounding thing. Um, I remember Henry Rollins talking about it, saying the same thing. It was like just something that grounds you in who you are. And just sets your day up for success. Yeah. Um, and without it, um, you know, it's it, it's tough to stay, you know, on target. Absolutely. If you're trying to launch a business with Pharos, you know, or any entrepreneurial thing, startup, and then like you got to escape your own ego and right. get out to something that's going to demoralize your ego, get it exactly. in check, and that exercises. And this kind of leads me to my next point, which is um, start your day with one positive action; the rest will follow. It's amazing what happens if we do start our day with something positive. We are much more more likely to follow it with another positive, mm-hmm. and the, the 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 same is true on the other end of the spectrum. If we start the day with something negative, it's likely that that negativity will continue. Um, so 
something as simple as starting our day with a glass of water. Uh, I mentioned this on my Instagram the other day. It's the it's the least thing you'll feel like when you first wake up, especially in winter. But it's the most thing you need is water when you first wake up because you're de- dehydrated after the the, the long night's sleep, um, and you need to hydrate in the morning. Uh, so. You know, you come downstairs, you have your glass of water before you have your coffee, before you have anything else. Um, And that one positive action will likely lead to more positive actions. Um, You know, some people like to to read a little in the morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe it's just like a couple of pages or a chapter or something like that. Um, uh, It's it's better to read than it is to watch the news, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, having, having a staple thing that you know in the morning, it's in your plan, you're going to start with and you know it's something positive, you know it's something that adds to your day rather than subtracts from your day. It doesn't raise your cortisol levels, it lowers your cortisol levels. Um, it, it makes you feel you know, like you are off to a good start. Um, it will lo- likely cascade into a bunch of other positive things throughout the day. So always start your day with something positive. Um, and examples again, a uh, glass of water, um, reading something um it may be uh, i mean the classic habit is to to jump on social media when you first get up jump yeah. on instagram and check your check, check your trading and trading and windows stocks check, and cryptos exactly all, all shit like that <laughs> uh, and although that may, may be something you get to don't don't make it your first thing make something else come first that is a more positive that, that fills you with a more positive sense of life yeah my being. favorite is the morning walk like if you get a mile in like oh that's God. that's a that's great a game changer life. yes yeah you know you so get I, you get some vitamin d in there you're 15 minutes right there on that walk mile's gonna be 15 20 minutes and right i mean it's yeah and then you got me on doing them at least two of those intensity walks yeah. beginning and end of the day yeah it you makes can't a big get difference. cardio in and it's yeah keeping you lean like yeah. just game it's changer. um it's amazing how getting outside what one of the one of the challenges we have in this challenge is getting outside more, like you know, getting outside and being closer to nature. It's amazing how much better you feel when you spend more time outside. Um, it really, it's you know, it's what we're meant to do. It just yeah. makes us feel more human. Putting your feet in the grass, like touching yes. the earth, is like yes, you know, little sensory thing that like I, it, you said, it goes a long way. And what it comes down to, it's like people, even probably you and I, just like isn't that easy but like starting your day with a positive thing actually cascades into more positive things yeah. like you don't think it's that simple but those are the simple things that are actually in your control that you can do do you uh do you follow that liver king guy on instagram liver king no but that sounds yeah. like a, a a great page of yeah, dude, it's fucking hilarious just all the guys meats like organ meats the, kind, the of guy's kind of crazy. i mean he's like raw livers and all that shit he's he's kind of crazy but his like whole thing is like you have to spend x amount of time barefoot in the grass and on the soil to to absorb you know the earth mm-hmm. you have to spend x amount of time in sunlight you know there's all these like primitive um guidelines to a better life kind of mm-hmm. thing but he's also like this super jacked up growth hormone guy who's like <laughs> giant beard like it's it's pretty funny but, but he's doing hgh and yeah for sure TRT. i mean <laughs> i mean for sure for sure but um he makes he makes some he makes some fun points and he does it in a pretty hilarious way. Anyway. I'm going to follow that page while we're on the phone. Yeah, the liver, <laughs> the liver king. Uh, find your pack is my next one, guys. Um, find your pack. Uh, pack, obviously for us, means Paris Athletic Club. But all I mean by that is find good people to be in your corner. Um, I've known, it's weird. Like I've known, I've known this on, on both sides. Um, 
people who are close to you that will really help your challenge and really help your transformation and then people that will derail it and uh, sabotage it. So you have to make sure the people you, you are surrounding yourself with who are, pe- are people who are adding to your day, they are offering you support, they are offering you inspiration, they are helping you get better every day and they're not pulling you back. Um, a big part of our community, uh, kind of outside of the gym, are, are the peakers, um, and these are women from all over, all over the, well, all over the states, but all over the the globe actually. Um, and I know for a fact that these ladies um, who do the challenge, um, you know, and they're part of our Ferris community, but they also have their own little community, and they all hold each other accountable. Whether it's a supportive text, whether it's a, a hell yeah on an Instagram post, you know, whatever it is, it's just. Having people by your side that make you feel, you know, I'm not doing this alone. Like I have my people in my corner. I have shoulders I can cry on or shoulder or ears that will listen to me mm-hmm. or people that I can ask questions or people that I can share concerns or share uh, victories and whatever it is. Um, it's vital that you have those uh, those people in your corner. I think one of the one of the, one of the positive lessons we learned from quarantine and, and and COVID was that we need people, we need society, we need social interaction, we need conversation. Mm. We we can't exist uh, as an island. We can't we can't do it alone. We're not meant to do it alone. Um, humans have always been social creatures, uh, and we have to find we have to find our people. We have to find people to be around that. That help us and like make us feel uh, more complete and more um, more involved. In, Community is everything. It's, yeah, and like, yeah, it's it's, so, it's in our it's DNA. So literally, we, yes. we thrive on that, and we we're used to it for two hundred thousand years of being human beings. We had yeah. community always. Yeah, and I think it's funny because I, I was having a conversation earlier with a friend who is looking at buying property up here in Idlewild, and it's interesting that. I think there's almost going to be more of a return to people wanting that kind of community feel outside of the city. I think it's very easy to get lost in the city. It's, it can be a very, although there's so many people, the, the kind of like weird juxtaposition of it is, there's a lot of people, but it can be a very, very lonely place mm-hmm. because you don't have the same sense of um, village connection that you have in, in smaller um, in smaller places, mm. you know, I grew up with that that smaller that, that smaller community, so it's very familiar to me. We have it up here in Idlewild. Um, I didn't have it as much in LA, though. Of course, I have a huge community at Farris and the gym itself. But outside of it, like you know, we didn't really know our neighbours and we didn't really know anybody else in our street, kind of thing. So, whereas here, very quickly, we we know everybody. <laughs> yeah, LA and New York are like that. They're very hard to find communities. I mean, you guys are the first gym I stumbled on when I moved to LA and it was like, oh, right. I don't need to go to another gym. This is right. This is the one, right? Right. And your community yeah. is great there. It's, yeah. But it's, it's a very powerful thing. It's a very important thing. Um, and again, it's, it's what, it's how we're meant to be. We're not meant to be, you know, isolated. We're not meant to be alone. Um, so find good people, um, the old saying is you become who you hang around. So hang around with good folk and um, and talk and converse and and listen. And um, yeah, don't don't feel like you have to do any of this alone. Uh, next point. Um, don't let one mistake derail you. We kind of covered this already with the one positive action to start the day. If you make a mistake, it's okay. 
Um, we all do. We all do. Um, I'll give you an example. <laughs> I started this challenge, and um, one of our one of Emily's clients up here made us a pecan pie, and just brought it, and just brought it over. You know, they <laughs> handmade pecan pie, and it's like it was like day one of the challenge. I'm like, oh my god, like, like how do we how do we do this? <laughs> so anyway, of course, I'm going to have some bloody pecan pie because this guy made it for us. So, you know. We had some pecan pie. We gave the rest to our na- uh, one of uh, Wyatt's nannies and to get out of the house. And it was like, okay, we had it. It's done. Move on. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't let it like, okay, we fucked up. It's all over. It's like, okay, this <laughs> happened. It's one thing. Move on uh, and don't worry about it. Um, it's, it's, I see it time and time again. People beat themselves up so much about making a mistake or like eating something they shouldn't have eaten or having a, a slip of will. Uh, and they had a glass of wine or whatever it was. Like, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with a glass of wine. Um, <laughs> it's um, it's very important that you stay stable uh, and you be realistic and you 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 you're not reactionary. You're just sensible about things. It's like, okay, this happened. Move on. Um, tomorrow's another day. We start again, and you know, I'll do it better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything is a lesson. Everything is everything is a positive. Everything is a positive. Um, I ate that. How do I feel about it? Okay, I don't feel great. I'll yeah, I'll do better tomorrow. Um, rather than I made a mistake. Fuck it. I'm gonna make another one. Fuck it. I'm gonna make another one, and let it completely uh, start the 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 fall, <laughs> as it were. Um, so yeah, if you do make a mistake, please, please, please do not worry about it. Just draw a line under it and always just move on and don't let it beat you up. Uh, next one. Uh, patterns and rituals that support your goals. Um, habit, habit, habit. That's what I'm talking about here. Once you get in the habit of doing things, it will become very easy easy for you to continue doing them. Um, once, I mean, I can't tell you over the years how many times I've spoken to people and they say to me, I can't go to the gym in the morning. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> Well, when else can you go to the gym? I can't because I work all day and I have my kids and stuff. So the only time you can go to the gym is the morning. Yep. Okay. We have to go to the gym in the morning. This is it. There's no other way. Once they start doing it, suddenly it's not a big deal anymore. They get up earlier. They get out of bed. They get to the gym. They feel a hundred times better and then it becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. And once it becomes a habit, their lives are changed. So you have to develop uh, these, these, these good habits you have to have these uh, these patterns in your day that, again, set you up for continued success. They're not kind of like flash-in-the-pan successes. Like doing one great workout a week doesn't really make a difference. Do, uh, let me rephrase that. Doing one like world-changing, like life-changing, amazing workout a week is not as good as doing six pretty good workouts a week. Yeah, but because like, like, what is life changing at the end of? Did you get your one rep max in? And like, so how much output did you actually use? Or did you, you know, do some crazy EMOM that you wanted to accomplish? Like, you know, that one doesn't really isn't going isn't to compare. It's not going to move the needle. It's yes. not going to move the needle. What moves the needle is consistency. You know, it's consistent, good habit, consistent, good ritual. And also rituals, like, it can be like things to look forward to. And I do this when I do challenges. Like, I have the the chocolate casein in the evening. Sometimes I have a, I have this kind of like keto cereal thing that I sometimes use because it gives me it gives me the sensation of a treat, mm-hmm. but it's a treat that's not bad for you. So it's like 
it's like things in your day that's a little ritual that keep you on track um another thing is like i set my coffee up in the evening so that i know when i wake up after i have my glass of water of course of course uh, my coffee is, <laughs> is ready for me to 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 start my day so if i'm traveling to la it's like okay i have my water i have my coffee we get the car loaded and we we start the drive we have like things that we listen to in the drive to like stimulate our brains like podcasts and stuff and mm-hmm. to to uh to make us think about things or we have like you know and we'll be there like in will we the emails start early or the the, the the discussions start early about you know things that may be going on with the business um and then you know we get to work and the the the, the, the day starts um but the, these are all like this is this is something we do it's it's a ritual um or days that i'm not going to la you know i'll set my alarm early there'll be water there'll be coffee uh then i'll start programming and it's like that's my ritual that's what keeps me you know going it keeps me stable uh, stabilized um i know then i'm going to have my clients and then i'm going to work out and you know the day is very uh very similar day to day i think i think we are we are a lot better when we have routine so and that with a routine obviously most days look pretty similar mm. uh, and i i know most guys that are very consistent at the gym um you know i'll use the 6am crew as an example um, you know, I know they're there every morning at 6 a.m. That's how they start their day. Then they grab a bite, they share, and they go to work. And that's their that's their morning ritual. That's their that's their habit. That's what happens, and that's just something they do. It's not it's not even a decision making process anymore. It's just habit. It's just how their day begins. So once we develop these good rituals and these good habits, it stops being something we have to force ourselves to do. It's just something we do. Yeah, I think uh, I've gotten to my best sleeping habit at 32. But, you know, now where it's like, okay, it's 10 o'clock. I just get tired because I'm up at 7. Right. I'm getting that workout in you know, somewhere throughout the day. But it's, you know, still on a weekend. You go out, you can stay out late. But, like, you know, you got developed enough that that 10 p.m. comes. Like, I'm fighting just to get to 10. Like, I got to get to bed. Yeah. I want to get a full day in tomorrow. You know, but again, it goes to having those goals and those, yeah. uh, those things you're looking forward to. Because it... Accomplishments feels great. And by the way, all all the parents that are listening out there, like I know, like I get it. Like (laughs) I want to have an evening ritual. I want to have an evening like pan. It is so hard with Wyatt right now. He just refuses to go to bed. Terrible twos, man. Oh my god, it is from seven p.m. p.m. onwards. It is just one long mission to try and get him to go to sleep. Um, We're trying to do better with it. We're trying to get into a, a good habit with it, but it's 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 so hard mm-hmm. um so yeah i i get it if you're a parent everything i'm talking about is like you know you go into like these things with the best of intentions like i want to have a routine with him and i want to get i want i want it to be a consistent thing but it's very very difficult because they're not playing by the rules <laughs> they don't give a fuck about my plans <laughs> um uh, last one um visualize your day before it happens i think visualization can be very very powerful and very helpful um you could visualize the night before how the next day looks or maybe you visualize first thing in the morning but it is really like planning out your day before it happens rather than just like falling in from moment to moment it's closing your eyes and thinking okay this is how my day looks you know and it's like you're not just saying this is going to happen you are visualizing yourself in those moments 
So you're visualizing yourself in the gym or you're visualizing yourself with your with your family or you're visualizing yourself at work, whatever it is. You're visu- visually planning out your day in your mind, almost like a daydream. Um, and yep. I, find, I find that happen. And also, you know, also t- sometimes in terms of reflection, like closing your eyes and thinking, okay, let me kind of go through the day, what happened, and reliving it a little bit to kind of... Um, kind of absorb it and reflect on it and note it down we're doing obviously we're doing journaling journaling during the uh, the, the limitless challenge and people are being uh, reflective and and noting down like what happened that day how it made them feel like successes failures all that kind of stuff and i think visualizing both you know how you want a day to look and then obviously visualizing how the day went and and thinking about those things can be super beneficial for the future because again we we learn from things. We learn from our experiences. Um, again, did, did your visualize, visualization pan out the way that you expected to? Uh, expected it to, and if and if not, and if not, why not? And can it can it be better the next day? Um, That's too zoomed in, right there. Yes. Yeah. Did your visual? Did, did you visualize your visualization going this way? That's it's a lot of visual. That's funny, but it's. Uh, I mean, it's made me a better person, and it's. I even do it in performance and sports, you know, it's like, for sure. How am I going to yeah. do this on a pl- playing field going through right. the motions? That's the, that's the, you know, that's the big one. People always talk about visualization in sports and that was a big way to overcome kind of anxiety. And, um, I remember, I can't, how much footballer was it? I mean, I'm t- when I say football, I'm talking about soccer player, <laughs> talking about penalty taking and went to a British, which British, which team? I think it was Steven Gerrard. Okay. I think it was Steven Gerrard. Anyway, he's talking about you know going to a going to a shrink, uh, going to a, you know, a mindset coach, and basically them saying that you know visualization is is a big part of the process. So before you before you take that penalty, you are visualizing exactly where the ball's going. You're visualizing how it feels. You're visualizing the crowd. You're seeing it all before it happens, and then mm-hmm. you're just almost like reenacting that visualization. Um, and then it, it becomes a lot easier to. to experience absolutely it comes down to like you said that's the preparation like where's this where's this guy potentially going to go and if he makes this jab here what's that counter i'm going to do so that way you get to that field you've got to think in a split second like moment kind of got the three four ideas you got right there to ready to take when you're actually there so yeah yeah that's big well, that, that, that reminds me of, of another another point is to expect failure what i mean by that is if we expect some failures we don't get derailed by them like we can't expect everything to be perfect all of the time um bad shit always happens no matter what no matter how hard we how hard we prepare uh, no matter everything we try and put in place to help ourselves bad shit always happens and we should expect it to happen we should be prepared for it and we should deal with it we should deal deal with it rationally we shouldn't be reacted to everything um you know especially in these times we live in we live in um we live in sensitive times. We live in times where people um, people may react to things in a way that you didn't expect them to react, or situations may arise that um, you didn't expect, or maybe maybe you did expect, but it happened in the way that you didn't expect it to happen. Um, and we need to be able to, like I said, rationally deal with the, the, the problems that arise. But if we are if we are, if we are of a mindset where we are ready to deal with problems and ready to accept that problems will come, 
um, and accept that you know our lives are not perfect and our days are not perfect. And I think we are much then better prepared to deal with those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like uh, it's like just it's it's being prepared in a in a way that um, expects failure and expects you know expects bad things to happen. Yeah, especially when everybody has the right answer and no one has the wrong answer these days. Right. So you got to have empathy. You got to listen to someone's idea, which is always right and always the right, right way, and let them explain themselves and be comforting and just show empathy to people. Let yeah, them, let and them listen, just listen, air it out. Um, yeah, I think um, you know, we, different topic, kind of, but I think we were in a time where people are, are so hell bent on their own version of truth that they don't want to listen to anybody else's and they won't accept any other any other truth than, than the truth that they know yeah, or the truth that they believe or the truth that their people believe. And it's kind of like, if we just took the time to listen, maybe consider, look at other points of view, look at other ideas, other options, you know, there's, there's always another version of the truth. Let them air their ideas out. Let them actually see if that idea is such a good idea if they can right. explain it to you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, okay, guys, that is it for today. Um, I hope you guys had a first, uh, a good first week of your challenge. Like I said, if mistakes happen, don't worry. Uh, don't let things derail you. Stay on course. Um, it is all a learning lesson. Um, every day is an opportunity to get better than the day before. Every week is, a, is an opportunity to get better than the week before. Uh, and reach out to your coaches, reach out to your peers, reach out to me, reach out to Emily, and we are we are here to help. And um, we we hope you're having a great time, and we are here for you. And yeah, we wish you the best as the weeks continue. So stay on course. Uh, thank you, Brenda, for coming on, uh, coming up to the mountain again. Pleasure to get the good first show you. of uh, 20, 2022. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a good year. I yeah, know. I know it's going to be a strong year. Um, okay, guys, thank you so much. Um, if you are not already a member of the gym, of course, we are now uh, fully open and, and, and busier than ever at 1316 Glendale Boulevard. Um, you can f- find us on Instagram at Ferris Echo Park or at Ferris Mountain Lodge up here. And uh, yeah, come see us soon. Until then, take care. <laughs>